Hello, hello, and welcome to Saturdays and Seltzers, a pretty relaxed show this week, just recapping last week in the PLL and sort of previewing what we think the All-Star game might look like, a little bit of NHL draft preview, and some reactions to Aaron Rodgers' new tattoo that you should definitely stay tuned for. Let's have a great show. Love you guys. Let's go. Saturday. Yeah. Gonna talk a little bit, sip a little bit. Sarah, Kendra, I see you ladies. Y'all know what time it is. Uh. Uh. Looking like you just graduated. Woo. Coming from a place that y'all gravitate. Looking like a boss, I just had to say. Woo. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. Alright, sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson. Woo. And I like it. Show me a place I can buy it. But you priceless. Superwoman, no I'm Andy Towers, and you're listening to Saturdays and Seltzers. Let's fucking go. What is up, party people? Welcome to Saturdays and Seltzers. My name is Kendra Middleton, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, Sarah Griffin. Sarah, how are we? I am fantastic. How are we? I am pretty good. Sarah just watched me. Uh, we neither of us had any seltzer, so I had uh, a lettuce break, and now I'm having a zero calorie cola knockoff Zevia brand from Whole Foods. I have water. water. <laughs> yeah, we're it's like a Thursday afternoon, and I honestly, after last weekend, do not want to drink for a long time. I know it looked fun the last weekend. Yeah, I had a lot of drinks on Friday night, um, which I'll, we'll talk about in our HLH. So I guess we can just go ahead and get into it. If you're new here, our HLH is our high low hero of the last week, kind of just like a little bit of a catch up. Um, Sarah, what's your HLH? Okay, so my high was last weekend. I went down to Cape. It was super nice, super relaxing. We just kind of like played by the pool. I did go out one night. I had five Aperol spritzes. <laughs> did not sit well in the stomach <laughs> at all. <laughs> oh my god! I thought oh. it would be like it was me and Jordan. We thought we'd be like classy and like bougie, and then I was like, it just like hit me. I'm like, I might throw up. <laughs> oh no! Oh, that's a lot so of like bad. sugar. Yeah. Well, there's these, like, of course, we're, like, down the Cape, so it's, like, everyone, it's 4th of July weekend, everyone there is from Boston, and these boys come up to us, like, oh, we're from Selfie, I'm, like, of course you fucking are, and then they're, like, what are you drinking, and we, like, told them, they ordered one, they're, like, this is a lot of sugar, because like, it's for me, they're for girls, not for they're you. for girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a question. Yes. Why do New Englanders say down the Cape? I think it's kind of just like something like when people from Long Island are like, oh, we're on Long Island. You just say down the Cape. It's okay. How you that makes sense. say it. Okay. <laughs> I don't All know right. what so, the reason is, but. So I have to adopt it. <laughs> yeah. Down the Cape, not on the Cape. Okay. So what about, how do you like, what about like the vineyard? Or no, say on it? the Cape can work too. It's just in the Cape, you don't say. Yeah, I would never say it's like, although the I am in you jokes when you go somewhere are kind of funny, <laughs> but like, I feel like New Englanders would bring out their pitchforks at me if I did. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so that makes sense. But like, what if you're at the vineyard? Do you say on the vineyard or on the vineyard? Okay, all right. I'm taking mental notes. I got you. All right, what else you got? But so my other high is this like a book recommendation I feel like everyone in the world had read this except for me where the crawdads sing the movie's coming out so I wanted to read it before it came out it's so fucking good I lived up to the hype and I finished that this weekend like under 24 hours so that was a Jesus. high okay it hell so yeah. good okay um, what's it about I have no idea it's like a murder mystery but then also like it's about this girl she like basically just like left to live alone since so she was like seven years old she was on a marsh and stuff in I think North Carolina takes place in like the 50s and 60s okay it's really good okay highly recommend all right my low um read the parentheses because I know you'll find I already did I already did my low uh Stranger Things volume two came out on Friday and I like to think people get a week long period once something comes out before you can spoil it for someone agree we've talked about this before yeah some dumb fucking bitch 
on Twitter. I won't name who, but don't like her. <laughs> Goes and just starts tweeting. Like, I can't believe so and so died. Like, blah, blah, blah. Maybe three hours into the day on Friday, I was like, you have to fucking joking me. Like, that can't be serious right now. And, like, the thing is, I, like, do, I go and I mute, like, the words, like, Stranger Things, Volume 2, like, blah, blah, blah. But she just tweeted out the character. Like, I didn't block the character's name. I didn't know who died. <laughs> Wait, will and you tell me? Out. No, because I want to give people more time still. Oh, fine. Fine. I'm going to ask yeah. you after, though. Maybe I I'll was- watch it. I don't know. I've seen all the other seasons, and I oh, yeah. just, I don't know. I'm not a TV person. We've been over this. Yeah. No, I was rip shit I was like you stupid fucking bitch and then I like tweeted about it and I was like fuck everyone who spoils like this I like, know I like your tweet ruined. and then some like stupid stranger things fan account was like they don't go on the internet the day I saw like, that it's the oh. day of okay I was like Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay that was my low I'm pissed about it okay okay what's your hero I I have two heroes. My first one is Eric Johnson, Instagram Lives. They've just been fucking unreal since winning the cup. I watch them all. They're so hilarious. Nice. Like, okay, he's just I'll on a bender, in. and I love that for him. Then my other hero is, so I was at the Red Sox game last day, and there is this little boy sitting behind us, probably like eight or nine. He was young, and he's just so enthusiastic about everything, just like love and life. And, you know, usually people don't like stadium proposals. They show the proposal up on the Jumbotron and he starts screaming. I'll tell him, yes, yes, yes. And he goes so loudly. He's like, I wish you a lifetime of happiness. <laughs> Shut up. How old was this kid? No older than I'd say like eight. <laughs> that is incredible. I've never seen someone so happy for complete strangers. I'm like, this could be ultimate hype, man. Like, I would go to war for this guy. That is awesome. What a, what, what a guy. Truly. I was obsessed. Like, okay. I wish, I was in a sick clothes so I'm like, oh, fucking stadium proposal. Blah, blah. This, I wish you a lifetime <laughs> of happiness at the top of his lungs. Were they even close to you guys? No. <laughs> <sighs> wow. Okay. What a guy. What a guy. Yeah. Um, okay. My high was seeing all of my college friends last Friday. I got like I didn't black out. I was good, like, but I was drinking for a really long time and I yeah. definitely felt it at like 5 a.m. the next day and like popped a Tylenol and had a Pedialyte. <laughs> so that was the bad end of that. But you know, <laughs> it's we're, worth it. We're just it- yeah, exactly. It just it happens. Um, my low, I got pulled over on 4th of July. Um, I didn't get a ticket or anything, but that sucked and it was shitty. I don't know. That was a low, but then the same day I went to six flags to celebrate my friend's birthday. And you know how, like when you go to theme parks, like there are no healthy food options. Yeah. It's like pizza, burgers, chicken wings, like hot dogs, whatever. Six Flags had a Chinese restaurant, so I got lo mein, and I just got so sick on, like, as we were, like, going on roller coasters after I ate it, and it's just, like, that's a low. Like, why is it only, like, shitty food at roller, like, when there's roller coasters involved? Like, why? I know. I do love Six Flags. I'm so jealous you were there. Dude, a season pass is so cheap. It's, like, less than eight bucks a month to have. Really? Yeah. And, like, I'm pretty sure they'll let you bring your own food in. So, like, I think we're going to do that next time and just bring, like, PB&Js. Yeah. So. Interesting. Yeah. So, I have a season pass. So, I'm going to be going probably, like, quite a bit. Um, so, I guess that's, like, kind of a high, too. Yeah. Um, my hero, my first one is Bobby Portis sign an extension for four more years. That's fucking electric. I might buy a Bobby Portis jersey now because after all of the, like, recent Jags drafts before like last year like the year before there have been so many first round bust jerseys that I've bought so usually I'm like okay like pro bowl at least but like mm-hmm. now I'm like okay I can justify the Bobby jersey yeah oh so absolutely. I might I might do it um and then my other hero was <laughs> I don't know how much I should like Sarah knows about my date last night and if you're if you follow me on TikTok you probably do too 
but my friend Caitlin crashed my date last night and I'm really glad she did because like the kid got a little too drunk he asked me if I was going to talk about him on my podcast and I was like I don't know but like I feel like because I made a TikTok about it and he found the TikTok (laughs) I can talk about it I don't know I said I wouldn't name him so like that's like you know that's fair like we never name people we are a vault We are a fucking vault, but he got, we don't a name too, drop. he got a little too drunk and uh, left his wallet and took my credit card and it was just kind of a shit So I have to get my credit card back tomorrow. I guess that's another low that I left my credit. Well, I didn't leave my credit card, but not that I am mad. I'm see, I don't know. I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> um, anyways. We already said neither of us are drinking. I feel like we never have MLB stuff to talk about lately, but like we do now because one Red Sox Yankees series starts tonight. It is Thursday that we are recording this and we are going tomorrow. I'm pretty stoked. We're going with uh, tick picks, which is exciting. Um, I haven't even looked at where our seats are. Have you? No, I haven't looked at it once. (laughs) Yeah, I should. I saw the email come through, but I need to go look at it. But yeah, so it's exciting. I am probably not really going to drink because like I said, last weekend was brutal. Uh, Yeah, I don't really think I'm drinking either. I have to be up early Saturday. Yeah. So that's exciting. Um, We do have to talk about the Chris Sale temper tantrum. Did you see the video? Yeah, and I got backlash because I like I saw it last night right when it was tweeted out and I like everyone knows that's like Chris Sale he's just unhinged whatever and I like said because I was like I'm obsessed he's so unhinged and everyone was like you're encouraging this behavior like blah 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 like he's trashing the clubhouse like all this stuff I'm like I understand what you're saying but also that's Chris Sale I'm not saying like I condone this behavior I'm just saying that's who he is that's what you expect out of him and also they're like well he's trashing the clubhouse like blah 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 I'm like okay you know that the person who takes care of the clubhouse, so like that's his money. Like he's not paying for that stuff. Cause that was the argument they're making. I was like, I understand what you're saying. Like that's like, I feel very bad for that guy that has to go back and like clean that shit up after working. But they're saying it's like a financial thing. I'm like, no, he doesn't own the clubhouse. He's not paying for it. So I was just like, I get what you're saying. And I agree. Chris Sale needs some like serious fucking help. Cause this is like his like 10 tempered tantrum in like however many years now. And also, you think he's gonna get fined? I doubt it. Yeah. I'm like, he cut up those White Sox jerseys all those years ago. And that's so just like, oh, haha, whatever. That's the thing. I'm like, it's just like a joke at this point. Like, I don't even know if he does it out of actual, fr- well, actually, no, he's a crazy person. It's definitely out of actual frustration. But I'm like, it's the exact type of shit you expect out of him. Like, he's making his first rehab appearance at the triple a level and he doesn't doesn't go the way he wants so yeah he flips the fuck out because he's a fucking psychopath <laughs> that's all yeah. i'm saying people are like oh you're terrible you're condoning like he's not taking care of his mental health blah, blah, blah. i'm like okay is that on me <laughs> i'm I... sorry i'm not his therapist i didn't need one <laughs> i I like it because it's like funny and it's like clickbait. You know what I mean? Like I, it's not like, I think that it's okay. I think that it's like fucking. It's sports. Yeah. You're an adult, like get a grip. But like, I just like, I enjoy the clickbait about it. Like, I don't know. Like it's entertaining. I don't know. I was like, am I an asshole? Cause I thought this was funny. And I was like, are you guys new here? This is very on character on brand and like. Making it to this bigger thing is, I get it. That's shitty for the clubhouse manager, the guy who has to go to. I completely don't disagree with that. That fucking sucks. But like, all right, I hate, like, you know, when people are like, oh, people are so soft now. People are being kind of fucking soft. I'll just, I think people are being soft about it. I think it's an asshole move, but I think Chris Sale's an asshole. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a fair take. That's as fair of a take as you're going to get out of me. Um... <laughs> Obviously, there was a mix-up in pitching last night you wanted to talk about, so I'll let you talk about that before I get to a couple, like, football things. Oh, well, it wasn't really a mix-up. It was just Bellow's debut was last night, and I was at the game, which it was cool to watch. Yeah. He's obviously 23, so I didn't expect anything crazy out of him. I didn't do – he did 
all that terrible. He was only in for a few innings. I think his ERA was like nine, but honestly, like it was really not that bad. I'm like fucking 23. And I was just saying the night before on the broadcast, Des Eckersley was comparing him to Pedro Martinez. I'm like, you just can't put those kind of expectations on someone. And I know Bella yeah. did say in an interview, maybe last year, something is like, oh, I've always looked up to Pedro Martinez. Like he's who I model like my game after, but I hope one day that I'm even better than him, which people are like, well, if you're going to say that, then you better be. I'm like, it was his fucking debut. Yeah. And also don't put these expectations on, okay, he's going to be as good as Pedro. But I feel like this happens a lot with the Red Sox where they have these like hyped up top pitching prospects that just don't pan out. I don't think Bellow's one of those guys. I think he is going to be the real deal. But of course, people like immediately overreact to MLB debuts, which I'm like, could you fucking imagine going from the Woo Sox, like having like, all right, here's your big debut. It's against an AL East rival. You're pitching at Fenway, like in front of a sold out crowd. That's so much. I thought he did fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like happy the Red Sox are like getting some like pitching involved again like that's gonna make them better but like I don't know I still I've I've caught a lot of backlash on Twitter this year by like not feeling great about the team and it's like they're playing fine they weren't originally but they're like fine now but I'm still just like eh. but I felt that way last year you know I think it's just so tough being the AL East to like make any like hard judgments especially because obviously I'm going to say I think the Yankees pretty much even right now on July 7th they're like what 11 games ahead so unless they just completely drop the rest of the season they just very much have everything going for them right now so I think it's just kind of that battle for the wild card spot in the AL East there but yeah I don't know I think it's going to come right down to the wire just kind of like it did last year always yeah yeah um we'll be there tomorrow we can be the judge I don't know yeah (laughs) A um, couple NFL things. I saw that Baker Mayfield was traded to the Panthers yesterday. I think for a while I was like, kind of like, are they going to trade him? And then it became more and more evident, like as it came down to it, that it was going to happen. I think me, along with most people, thought it would be to Seattle, but mm-hmm. it wound up being to Carolina. Good for Baker for getting out of there. Like he's had not, well, actually bad like two last two years but it's like he's capable of being decent that team's like not great I don't know what the Panthers are gonna do with Darnold so like I don't I don't know like I'm happy he's out of there like I think as a person he deserves better than what's going on there and what was like given to him mm-hmm. but like I don't know like I'm not ex- I don't feel great about him having like a good career in Carolina yeah i I don't know much about it. Just I saw that trade happen and I know like I follow him and his wife on Instagram. It seems like they're happy to just get out of Cleveland, which I don't blame them based off of how it seems like they're being treated. So I guess it's good. Fresh start for him. See where it goes. And, you know, Charlotte's freaking awesome and the food's good and people are nice and property's cheap. So like good for them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if you saw Aaron Rodgers first tattoo. Yeah, I did. Okay, what are your immediate reactions? Penis. Horrible. <laughs> I need to look like it up like again. A 15 year old boy. It looks like a 15 year old boy, like, with like, I know exactly what I'm going to get. Like, to be all edgy. <laughs> That's what I, it looks like to me. I feel like the older Aaron Rodgers gets, the more immature he gets. Is that yeah, fair? Or was weird? Or was he just really good at hiding it? I don't know because I feel like he was very like not quiet but like just your typical NFL quarterback like everyone like liked him for the most part like just very cookie cutter I feel like and I'm like oh okay like he's starting to show more of his own personality and I was like dude you're fucking weird and I'm in a good way <laughs> yeah well so if you listened to the episode where we talked about Greg Griffith maybe getting the lion tattoo and we fucking flamed those type of tattoos this is even better because it's got astrology it's got an evil eye it's got a beach sunset and it's got like one lion that's like straight faced staring at a lion that's screaming and one is white and one is black it's just like what the fuck like it's so ugly 
I also don't think that this tattoo, like, not that I have like a tattoo this big, but I have seven tattoos. Okay. So like, I, I yeah. know like a decent amount. I don't think that this tattoo is going to like age well. Like, I know he probably had like the best artist you can get, but like, I don't think that this is going to age well. I don't know. I like, I think wanna, it'll be I, funny if it doesn't. If it, like, I don't think that this is hot on Aaron Rodgers. And I don't think it would be hot on anyone. Anyone. Ugh. It just like gives me the ick. I don't know. It looks like something you would see on Pinterest. Also, do not Google Aaron Rodgers tattoo if you don't want to see this. Oh, yeah. I saw that result. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is terrifying. If you are listening to this on like a music streaming platform, google at your own risk truly yeah. sorry to anyone that i just like flashed that to. <laughs> anyways um i have one more football comment before we can get into lacrosse stuff i am so fucking sick of college conferences fucking everything up like <laughs> i'm sorry but the fact that like all of these like Western schools now want to be in the big 10 and it's no longer going to be 10 teams. It's, is it going to stay the big 10 and all of these fucking teams? Like it was just Texas and Oklahoma wanting to join the sec. And now it's like FSU, Virginia, North Carolina, like suck my dick. Truly. I, some of you aren't even in the Southeast. Like, just like, let us be like a dominant powerhouse at football and shut the fuck up. Like get out. (laughs) I'm so sick of this. I hate it so much. Like at that point, just become a league, remove the like numbers in your names and just do it the way the NFL does it. And like stretch out the postseason. Like this is not conferences anymore. It's just teams with a lot of money spending more money to make more money. Like I'm so, I'm, I'm, I'm so angry. Like I'm so sick of this. I know I've been like kind of following that stuff just because now it obviously impacts college across too and they're like saying like all right these like schools in California like when the fuck are they going to be playing Rutgers out yeah. in fucking New <laughs> like what time is that game going to be yeah and it's like you're gonna fuck up like schedules and like conferences and it's not just going to be football unless they do create a league it's going to like trickle down to all of these other sports and the travel involved from like getting to california to the east coast and back in a weekend to play and practice and all of that kind of stuff like not to mention like i'm saying like a lot i don't even care i'm angry and i'm not thinking about what i'm saying i'm just speaking but they're student athletes Mm -hmm. student athletes and Either way, they're punished when they underperform, whether it's in the classroom or on the field or court of their perspective sport. Like, it's just, it it makes me angry, not only as a fan, but also for student athletes. Yeah, no, I think it's not a great idea. And it's just kind of funny. Like, in what like way is this logistically sound? <laughs> It's just people wanting to make more money. It's literally yes. just a money grab. Like, who can afford to be where? And it's annoying. And I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> um, you. Oh wait, is the All Star list out yet? Before we get into all of this, no. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's talk about the NLL. What's up? Uh, there's just two quick things. One, uh, Scott Campbell announced his retirement from lacrosse after 18 seasons. He was with Halifax this last season. He was one of the assistant captains, I believe. And he's going to transition to the front office as the Thunderbirds assistant general manager. So congrats to him. Everyone loves him. He's like a fan favorite. Good for him. 18 seasons is a fucking long time. So good for you. That's a long time to be playing long, a contact sport. Time. Yeah. So kudos to him. Mm-hmm. Second NLL news uh, today at 5.30 Eastern time, the Las Vegas Desert Dogs expansion draft is today. I was going to try and come up with like my like speculation that so who's going to be picked from each off of the unprotected. It's too much of a shit show. There can be like trades, picks, whatever. I'm like, fuck it. I, yeah. It's one of those things that like, you think who they would pick and then it's someone completely different or they're going to trade and 
send someone back and some guy's just going to end right back where he is. So it's going to be fun though to watch. We will, yeah, we will always obviously be Riptide fans, but like I want them to be my second team because I love Vegas and I love the Desert Dogs. Like that's sick. Yeah, I love that name. Excited to see what team they put together. Yep. Right. Um, well, we just spoke about our first topic, and that being that the all-star roster isn't out, but well, they did announce the captains, I guess. Baptiste yeah. and Connor Farrell, so that's good. I feel like that's fair. Like, I feel like that's did, yeah, is, that's that you, is that what like, you is that what you I think it was two goalies. Like it was Blaze yeah. and yeah. And, you know, I think you've said that even more so after last week, like Trevor Baptiste is like my MVP already. Yeah, I'm like, love you, Jeff, but I, he's my front runner right now for MVP. Yeah, definitely. Me too. Um, sorry, I lost where we were in our notes. If you want to pick up, I like, we just kind of hopped all over the place. Oh yeah. I was just kind of, we were like reviewing games from last weekend since obviously there's none this weekend. Yeah. Um, Redwoods were the only game that we got wrong in our picks because yep. we went what three for four in our picks and yeah. then on the betting show I went four for five and again that one loss just the Redwoods um after the game because that was a tough loss for them they were winning that game like they looked really good but the archers off especially Marcus Holman I think just overpowered them completely I thought the Redwoods defense looked really good in the first half I did want to say TD Erland looked a lot better. I think he looks a lot more like himself, which is good news for them going into the second half. You know, they made the switch at goalie from Timmy Troutner to Jack Kelly. And Jack Kelly, I think, looked fantastic. And I do feel bad for Timmy Troutner, but I think this is probably the best move for them going forward. But yeah, it sounds like the Redwoods are just like, from here on out, it's a playoff game. Every single game of the season remaining I know Rob Pinnell said that he kind of kept them in the game till the very end there he would put on a great performance but yeah I think Marcus Holman just kind of took the show in that one I think Joe Keegan said it that Marcus Holman deserves to be in the discussion for best shooter in the game right now I feel like I'm like I always say it's Ryan Brown like that's the general consensus as well but absolutely I feel like he kind of got overshadowed last year especially with like Grant Amen up there like and then now you have like Will Manny having this crazy season but the two of them Holman and Manny together just like electric but I feel like we got very like vintage Marcus Holman performance and he just like completely took it away for them and he had that like buzzer beater right before the first tap there with the two-pointer just insane so yeah I was happy for him because he seems like a great guy <laughs> Yeah, we said last week, like, we both believed, like, the difference maker was going to be how many, like, how involved could the offense get for the Woods in that game, and it just was not enough there towards the end. No, I think that was a thousand percent just Marcus Holman game, and then also the Archers defense did such a good job, I think, in shutting down the Redwoods offense, because I don't think they looked bad by any means. It was just the defense was so strong. Yeah. Agree. Um, I watched the Atlas Chrome game from the bar, so <laughs> that was kind of hilarious. But I know that my excitement last week was over this face-off matchup, and now we see that they are all-star captains. I was just baffled by Trevor Baptiste last weekend. He dominated. Oh my god, he's like limping away in the second half. Like can't even stay on. Like. And just completely dominated. And I think, it was, again, we it lived up to the hype. Like, the matchup was fantastic. I think it was great to watch. But like you said, Trevor Baptiste is just so dominant that it's, like, very obvious as to why he is the MVP front runner. Like, he just takes complete control of a game. And I will say I was a little nervous in the second half when you see him limping around. Like, is it really worth, like, putting him out there? But it did end up being such a close game that – it was the right move. And I know he did that move. because He's like, I've got to be here for my team, but I was like, please don't hurt yourself too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, we both talked about the water dogs matchup a lot last week, and we both were confident that they were going to take this game. And it was a fun game to watch. I, that was my favorite game of the week. I love that game. And I think it was just so impressive because Ryan Brown didn't even record a point in that game because, you know, he's someone that you look at as like, all right, he's 
the focal point of that water dog's attack. And he's someone that like, everyone wants to pass to him. Like, again, he's the best shooter in the game, if not one of, but just regardless the way, like they all stepped up and handed the whip snakes, their first loss, you know, it was just so satisfying. And I'm like, people need to respect the water dogs more because they have had dealt with injury more than any other team. And they have been in, in every single game, like every single games that they've lost have been winnable. And now they've come back, they're facing the whip snakes for the second time, they beat them. Like they got their first win last week, two weekends ago, it was like 18 to fucking nine. Like yeah. when they're on, they're on and they don't like make excuses for themselves. And after doing my Michael Sowers story, I want to say I'm a Michael Sowers stan. He deserves more respect. Hell yeah. You love <laughs> to see it. King. King. King um yeah I just that game was so fun for me and the fact that it was like can we talk about the tweet of them like the water dogs account asking if they could get new owners (laughs) I saw that I woke up to that and I screeched (laughs) I was like are you fucking kidding me that is insane love that for them (laughs) savagery um but yeah the only other thing I had was that we are absolutely the picks that we we missed a week making picks when we were previewing but outside of that we are crushing our picks this season yeah we both got the chaos win too yep I I love that they did the face-off by committee I love that I think it was so fun to watch it did suck because it was on the cannons, but I just thought that was a fun game. Jerry's goal, I think, was the best, like, Steli I've seen. That was, like, my favorite goal, and I just, I loved that game, and happy for Andy Towers. His interview after that was so funny. Did you get to listen to it? Yeah. He's hilarious. He's so funny. I was, like, I've never heard him, like, speak, and I was sitting there just baffled. Oh, he's hilarious. It's also incredible. a great Twitter follow. Oh, really? Okay. I'm going oh, to so put funny. in my notes that I need to follow him. Um, yeah, we also had that we wanted to preview the All-Star game if it was out yet for rosters, but it's not. I don't know. Do we want to do like a quick Tuesday show? Is like a Saturday show enough? T- I don't think a Saturday show is enough time. Uh, the only thing is I'm going to be on vacation next week, so I'm probably not going to be around a ton yeah. to do like an extra show. What do we want to do? I don't know. Let's figure I don't it out. Know. I can't, plus with all-star game, I'm like, unless there's like one like super like surprise, I feel like we kind of just have a general idea if it's going to be there. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we could do like maybe like a reactions video or something. Yeah. Easy. If there's like a crazy one. Yeah. Um, Lots of NHL stuff. You crushed the NHL notes. Jeez. Um, I feel like there's so much to talk about. I only had two things that I wanted to comment on outside of all of the Bruin stuff. I like went to breakfast and came back and you would like filled all of this in. And I was like, well, that made my life so much easier. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so Mike Greer is now with back with the sharks, which is super exciting. He's the first black GM in NHL history, which is electric. I, was kind of like nervous about who they would hire. And I'm really happy with this hire. I love that he's a BU guy and has like some ties here. That's really cool. Like, I just, I love this hire. And as it like, even just as a hockey fan, but the fact that I'm a Sharks fan, I might buy his Jersey too. Like, I feel like I need it. You should. I think it's a great hire. They like smashed out the park with that one. Yeah. I could not. I just like, so the way that they announced it was also kind of funny. I don't know if you saw it, but their Twitter tweeted like the day before and they were like, what are you guys doing at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time tomorrow? Like, we want to chat. And everyone was just like, oh, here it is, you know? And then the next morning I like, I had kind of seen like maybe some leaks of like potential stuff yeah. that was going on. And then it was like officially tweeted and all I could say was just, holy crap. Oh yeah, I saw their official video. I liked it- that. Yeah, he's, like, kind of awkward on camera and, like, not really, like, the most exciting person in the world. But, like, I love that he's kind of awkward and dorky. Like, I think that that's charming about him. I will say one of my first thoughts seeing that hire was, does that mean now the Sharks get to 
awkward just because they both have the DU ties, which would be funny. I can't. We'll see. We'll see. No, thank you. Um, but you have all the Bruin stuffs once again. So where do you want to start? Okay. Yeah. Well, obviously the highlight of it all has been Jim Montgomery named Bruins head coach. I love this choice. I know we were talking about this last week and I said that he was my top choice as of right now. I know it came down between him and David Quinn. I'm so glad they went in this direction. I think he's going to be great for developing young players. I think he's a great story. He's had a lot of success and I just think this is the best case scenario for them. If you can't have Bruce Cassidy, this is your next best, which again, you could have Bruce Cassidy, but that's in the past now. So I'm excited to see what he does with the team and especially with the younger guys. Yeah. So I saw that you have the Jake DeBrusque rescinding his trade in here. And then you also had like the Tory Krug stuff and like I, I just, starting with, I guess, the, the DeBrusque stuff before we get into the rest of it, do you think that, like, maybe seeing something like this points to the fact that Bruce Cassidy may have been more of an issue than people realize? I don't want to speak for, like, all of, like, all young players. It just sounds like, especially with DeBrusque, it's, from what we've heard, it seems like he personally did not, like, I think Bruce Cassidy's coaching style and Jake DeBrusque's style of play just did not mesh, so I feel like it definitely played a role. I'm not going to say like it was the entire thing. It probably did make his decision a little easier. I'm just happy for him that he has turned back towards the Bruins. Is like, I want to be here because I think he had such a great second half. And yeah, playing with Patrice Bergeon, Brad Marchand, that would improve anyone's game. But I think he proved himself. And I don't think people give him enough credit for the shit he took and just continued. Like, it's not like he let it get to his head. He just got better and better. And even when he wasn't on that top line, when they put him back on the second line where they're trying to like mix things up. I thought he handled everything really well. So. So like, as far as like, I mean, we have speculated who could be trading, who could be on the move for the Bruins. I know you have it in our notes. Like, do you have any like gut feelings about who could leave? Do you have people that you would want? Like, what are you not willing to get rid of? I mean, I did see that there's rumors that the Bruins are going to try because today's Thursday, first day of the NHL draft that the Bruins were going to try and trade up and get into the first round. I don't see that happening. I don't know what they would be giving up for that. Some people were like, oh, Carlo. But I'm like, you're not getting a first round pick for Brandon Carlo. I like Brandon Carlo. I do think he is good. I like him, but I also do think he's good trade bait if you want to get something in return. And I'm not opposed to moving him. I did see there's back to these rumors floating around about pasta being traded once again. I don't know how much like validity there is to them. I just would like them to go away. But yes. also I did feel like, I think it was last week, Sweeney said that he's been in talks with Pasta's agent about working on an extension. It's just a matter of the terms they want to agree on. Because Pasta does, he deserves to catch a bag. <laughs> yeah, he really does. So we'll see how that ends up turning out. Do you, see, it's hard for me. I think the NHL draft, even though I love the NHL, it's probably, it's my second favorite sport or yeah I guess league NFL and NHL NFL always for me but that's no shocker but I just can't get into the NHL draft the same way I can the other drafts because like you take these young guys and a lot of the times you don't see them a whole lot for a while see the NHL draft's the only one I actually do really get like actually into because I think it's a cool way just to like see these like because you do you get like freaking like 17 year olds and yeah grandma some are like 18 22 whatever but it's kind of cool I think just to like follow those guys because there are like at the one hand I'm like that is so much pressure to put on these young kids but then just to follow their careers and then like see their journey because the NHL like obviously it's a long time before you get there it's not like you're going to be playing that season it could be years before you actually see it even get to the AHL but I like watching the NHL draft just to like kind of see like, all right, here's like these big names to look out for. Like here's these young guys and all the shit that they've done, like the junior hockey level and they're freaking 17. Yeah. Do you have someone that you want on the Bruins? I have not even looked at who the Sharks might be targeting. Like I said, like I'll look at 
the wrap-ups of the draft like how the people put up like their summaries and their grades and stuff like that like I will always read those after but I just unless there's nothing else on tv I will not be watching this tonight because I'm gonna go out instead I don't have anyone that I'm like target because I think their first the Bruins first pick is round two like pick number 54 or something and I'm like and if they do end up trading up for someone who fucking knows I again I don't think they'll be able to pull that off but I am just kind of keeping an eye on it because everyone's been saying like, oh, Shane Wright's going to be the expected number of pick. That's been the whole thing for years now. Then all of a sudden these last couple of days, Mont- it's like, oh, Montreal shifted. Like, it sounds like I'm going to butcher this kid's last name. Slavkovsky. Now all of a sudden he's the number one. And I looked, I was like, yeah, he does look like a number one pick, but I'm just like very interested to see who actually does go first. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's always fun to see because like, obviously you're really into college hockey. I cover college hockey. So like I always keep up with that side of it, but like, I don't know. I just, yeah. Go hockey East. Woo. I'm like, also, I feel like that NHL draft. I'm like, cause I've been like reading every single article that's been put out about it for like the last week. I feel like it's something that you have to like do that. Otherwise there's so many like just names. Like, it's not like they're all like, Oh, these are all college kids. Like it's kids from other countries, like, oh, they played in this, like, league out in this country. It's just so much. It's a lot. Um, you also have, like, some notes about some people on the move. Where do you want to start there? Um, I think the first one would just be the trade today between the Avalanche and the Rangers. Darcy Kemper, obviously, it's pretty much official now. He is not coming back to Colorado. They got the Rangers backup bully, Georgia. I- always yeah but all I know is I like him because he's the one that punched Tony D'Angelo so yes I wanted oh sorry I was gonna try and say his name but I am not confident enough I think I know it but I'm not confident enough because people can be so mean on the internet I know so I'm like I want to say it I feel like it's George I don't know I know but so the abs gave away three draft picks for him which I'm like this is kind of a steal, I think, for the Rangers. I just agree. They already have so much youth, and now, like, you're giving them these, like, and I get it. Like, now Colorado, like, they've won, and they're just like, all right, like, let's win again. We have the roster to win again. We don't need to, like, like, their future is also very good, like, for years on out, just like the Rangers. But now they're like, all right, well, Darcy Kemper, he won us Stanley Cup. Like, thanks, but we're not going to pay him. because, In terms of goaltending in the NHL, it's not like he was this, like, elite top goaltender by any means and it's just not worth the money but yeah I think the Rangers kind of got away with the steal here yeah like you said the Rangers are so young already that it's like three draft picks like it's not like a make or break for them like they have so much young talent and a lot of it's wrapped up for like three to four more years their goaltending is debatably the best in the NHL like and now that they're adding a Stanley Cup champion goaltender forget about it yeah I'm just dumbfounded that I'm like I saw someone say they're like oh like uh abs front office is still just celebrating the <laughs> through which I don't think it's a bad trade for them by any means but no because they're I pretty young think, too comparatively I guess yeah like I just feel like this is so much more a win for the Rangers totally I agree with you um you also have the I'm trying to like read oh the Minnesota Wild guys oh yeah so there Kevin Weeks this morning tweeted out that Marc-Andre Fleury was signing a one-year extension with the Wilds which I love Marc-Andre Fleury and I love that he's with the Wilds I thought that was a really good fit for him and then like maybe five minutes later I think it was Frank Stavali or something was like there's no truth to this, like, whatever. And obviously, everyone loves Kevin Weeks. He's hilarious. So if there's anyone else, I feel like we like, fuck you with your fake news, like, blah, blah, blah. But instead, Kevin Weeks, you know, it's just, like, the funny videos with them and stuff. Like, that's okay, Kevin, like, all this stuff. But, yeah, so there's no set deal for Mark andre Fleury yet. No one knows where he's going. And it sounds like he's not doing a one-year contract wherever he ends up. I know there's rumors that he might go back to Pittsburgh personally I don't want to see him back in Pittsburgh just no like the Penguins obviously but I would like if he's nearing the end of his career which maybe he is I don't know I think that would be 
nice to see, but I would like to see him go back to the wild, I think. Yeah, I think that that's every hockey fan's ideal situation, just because I feel like a lot of people who are fans of the NHL are a fan of him because he's like a good guy. Like he doesn't cause any problems. He's like easygoing. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Like he's funny in interviews sometimes. Like he's kind of quirky. I think that a lot of people appreciate him. And I think a lot of people hate the Pittsburgh Penguins unless you're a Penguins fan. So it's like, I think it, as we've seen, you know, a lot of players kind of go finish their careers where they started it and stuff like that. I think he's a fan. That's beautiful, but it's like, yeah. I fucking hate Pittsburgh. All of Pittsburgh. I that I is my least favorite sports city in America. And they just resigned. Who is it? Oh, Chris Letang. I think for three years it was that came out maybe an hour before we started recording. So I haven't really looked much into that contract. But yeah, yeah. I think it's for three years, maybe. I mean, they've got to kind of chase it now. You know, if they want to win again, like oh, yeah. it's it's now or bust for them too. Hopefully, it's bust. Agree. <laughs> Um, I saw you had the Kate Madigan story in here. I wanted to talk about that as well. I, women be doing things. Yeah. I'm like, I think it said that last year there was one assistant general manager in the NHL that was a woman. And now I read five, I think it's actually six. I think we're up to six now, which that's fucking insane. Given like, I'm like, especially the same week that you have like career hiring. I'm like, all this week, this uh, rarely can you say it was a good week for hockey. It was a good week for hockey. Well, also, I think that it came at a good time for like women and POC and LGBTQ plus like people. Like, there's been good hires by some teams. Like, there was a lot of Pride Nights, even though some of them didn't go as planned. Like, I think that it's been a shitty month for human beings. So I think that teams have kind of like made up for that in a way, not that they felt the pressure to hopefully or anything, but like there've been some good progressive hires. And I think that that's cool right now, especially because there's a lot of bullshit going on. I think it's a good step in the right direction just for NHL, like front offices, coaches in general. Obviously it's still the same old, like old men club when it comes to head coaches. But I think this is definitely a step in the right direction and we love to see it. So I thought that was very refreshing to see, especially out of freaking hockey of all sports. Yes. Um, I also see that you have the Kaprizov stuff in here. I don't, like the military service stuff, like how people get out of it or don't has never made sense to me in other countries. Yeah, obviously with like Russia, I know it's just like so strict and there's like guys like, there was rumors that Kaprizov had maybe a fake military ID or something. I don't know what it is. There's been a lot of conflicting reports. I've been trying to follow it. And like, again, it's the freaking Russian government. I don't know how anyone can know any of these things for certain, but especially coming after the Flyers goaltending prospect, Ivan, again, fed off. I don't know. Was taken in by law enforcement in Russia last week and now is at a remote military base in Northern Russia after doing the same thing, like trying to avoid service so he can play hockey in the States. Uh, it sounds like Kaprizov's okay. Like he's safe for right now. I don't know if he's in the U S or not, but I think it is something that as hockey fans, everyone does have to be kind of conscious about with these Russian players. Yeah. Maybe even for like draft purposes too, you know? Well, I'm like, how is like anyone playing the fucking KHL right now? No. Oh my God. I, that's the thing is that they probably like need military members right now, but also like he represents your country really well. Like, do you really want to like put him in a uniform and like well, throw like him out? Prospect, they're shipping him out to war, just like yeah. that. That's yeah, terrifying. There was like, I guess there's like a warrant out for his arrest. That is so scary. And I feel bad because I feel like because that kid's like goaltending prospect, like it wasn't as big of a story. But then you see like fucking Kirill Kaprizov like oh like he might have a fake military ID they might be coming after him like all this stuff I'm like that's like one of the biggest young stars in the NHL right now and he is like wild fans love him he's so like it's just another guy who's an angel (laughs) yeah I also see you have the Gaudreau rumors in here I haven't really kept up with this I'm not gonna lie well so I feel like it's just more like Matthew Kachuk rumors because I saw something that are like oh He's probably going to be traded. He wants to go to an American team, which, yeah, he's from St. Louis. I feel like both those brothers ideally would like to be in 
St. Louis. I mean, Brady seems very happy with the Senators. He's their freaking captain. He's like 23. But yeah, I think just in general, they would like to be playing in the States from what it sounds like. But I saw that, yeah, the Flames' top priority is signing Gaudreau, and you can't have Kachuk and Gaudreau. Like, they're going to throw a bag at Gaudreau before him. So most likely, Kachuk's getting deal dealt to an American team. But then something else today, I think it was a Flames beat reporter, was like, no, that's not true. Like, they're working on signing him, like, as well, like, all this stuff. But I feel like you can't keep both of them, like, he deserves just maybe not the same amount of money as Gaudreau, but I'm like Matthew Kachuk's very, very good player. Like he was very valuable to that Flames team, and he'd be very valuable to any other team. So, and he's gonna sell a lot of merch because his family is electric. And I fucking love that family. That is a that is that is the family that I want. I I need them to be all in America. They are the royal hockey family. Sorry, Hughes family. They take the cake here. They really do. As of right now, at least. like The Bud Light hockey. sponsorship just really put it over the edge. Yeah. The pocket beers, man. I feel like he has to be playing for an American team. I'm sorry. Pocket you beers. can't have both those boys up in Canada. Those are American boys right there. I need that. They are red-blooded American males. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if he goes to the Blues, I don't think he'll go to the Blues. I sure that's like again ideally what he wants any american team i'll take to be honest he just should one of them needs to be playing in the states actually don't send them to the blackhawks i'd rather them be in canada please <laughs> that's my only that's my don't, only request well i know chicago's like i think they said debris could be traded like today so i'm like they're not getting shit <laughs> They're just building for the future. They are hopefully are going to be irrelevant for years until everything's just like completely new people in there in their front office. What a dog I mean, they did just hire a woman recently. So I'm like, all right, you guys are starting step in the right direction, but you have a lot of shit to take care of. You're, uh, you're really doing the bare minimum there, aren't you? Yeah. Tough, tough look for them. Yeah, no, he can't go there um any other hockey thoughts I think I hit everything I don't know I feel like free agency just moves so quickly that we'll probably finish recording there's really like 10 new things so. yeah we're gonna get off and I'm gonna be like fuck <laughs> yeah. um so my pop culture shit of the week as we start to close out the show Taylor Swift I saw she got engaged am I the last person to know this or is this actual news I think you're the last person to know this because I did this as mine like months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Am I stupid? I mean, there's always speculation. She's never like confirmed it, I think. There's never confirmation. Like people have been speculating like that she's even already been married for a couple years now. But I do vividly remember I had Taylor Swift engaged like maybe September, October. Jesus maybe I am dumb but I like saw a picture of like her like a engagement announcement or something like that somewhere and I was just like I swore this like I don't know I swore this was like news yeah I don't know people are just constantly speculating she's very their whole relationship's very quiet so yeah. they very well could already be married at this point we'll never know or they could just not be engaged at all <laughs> I'm kind of like glad that they keep it quiet for them though because that's like seemed what like that seems like what has worked for her slash them because all of her other relationships have been like a Jonas brother or Harry Styles or like you know all like a Kennedy so it's like there's no way to really be private about it so maybe like I don't know like good for her yeah I think they I hope they work out because I love them together I think they're very cute they are definitely very private which is good for someone like on such a high scale as Taylor Swift and I think she needs that after like years and years of just being ambushed by paparazzi about her love life which I can't imagine yeah um what's your pop culture um mine is so Doja Cat was like wanted to talk to she thinks the guy from Stranger Things who plays Eddie Munson's name is Joseph Quinch thinks he's hot and so she messaged Noah Schnapp, who plays Will on Stranger Things, 
and said, Noah, can you tell Joseph to hit me up? Wait, no, does he have a girlfriend? There's like a whole Instagram screenshot that Noah posted. And Noah's like, LMAO, slide into his DMs. And Doja Cat said, I don't know his IG or Twitter. He doesn't have a DM to slide in. And then Noah sent his Instagram profile. I was like, here it is. So I am keeping close tabs on this because I want this to happen so bad. <laughs> I Wait, I love that. This. <laughs> like I'll Doja Cat is so cute and like funny. And I know she's like controversial or was controversial or whatever, but she's hilarious regardless. So, so fucking funny. The fact that she's just picking this like dorky actor is incredible. <laughs> it's so funny. I love that she uh, messaged like this like 17 year old kid is like hey <laughs> yeah that's amazing that was um, my pop culture for this week hell yeah so I have a tea party I don't think you ha- do you have one no mine was just like we have to talk about the Kardashians every week and I didn't see that you had anything are Kendall and Devin Booker together I think so like I keep seeing like a different report every hour and it's like I know that like 90% of America doesn't care but I'm just like I see them everywhere all the time and I'm like are you together and then it's like I see articles that are like even though they're broken up like Kendall is still Devin's biggest supporter and I'm like what is happening I can't keep up with them also and it's not to interrupt NHL news did just happen before we close the show I said oh yeah Alex is probably gonna get traded by the end of today Ottawa Senators. Shut sense. <laughs> Shut. They I'm what? What's who's in the trade? Who who's going the where? The Blackhawks are getting seventh and 39th overall picks from Ottawa. That's, That's it? it. Like seventh pick, okay. But Alex is like their best player currently. Holy I love that. Crap. <sighs> Uh, amazing amazing wow. wow okay um my tweet of the week so I tweeted last week like after two drinks and a piece of bread all day that I had just gotten a pedicure and was like who wants to buy feet pics and I was pretty serious and I did sell some feet pics so if you buy feet pics hit me up um but this guy was like messaging me and asking me if he could pay me to have my feet tickled or to tickle a friend's feet for five minutes. <laughs> That's a long time. That is so long for like not enough money at all. Like, no, no. If you need, you better cough it up, my guy. And I'm also <laughs> not ticklish at all. That's such a long time. Five minutes is a long fucking time. So that was my favorite Twitter interaction of the week. What about you? I think I have one. Yeah, I haven't been tweeting a whole lot, to be honest. Yeah, I don't have one. Yeah, this time of year is just kind of boring as far as that stuff goes. Um, I have closing thoughts. One, Joey Chestnut is the greatest athlete to ever live. I will hear no Joey Chestnut slander. <laughs> Um, and we had a lot of people reply to our one year anniversary stuff. And we also had someone suggest that whoever gets the most PLO picks wrong through the rest of the season <laughs> should get a cake in the face. And I kind of love it. A cake in the face? A cake in the face. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that one. Think of the acne you could get from that. Mm-mm. I spent way too much on cake. <laughs> I want to do it. Like, I think that's hilarious. I also did offer to let the Jags mascot cake me in the face, though. So maybe I just really want to get kicked. <laughs> um, okay, so Sarah's out. Um, yeah, and then someone also said we should go to Kowloon for dinner. I fucking love Kowloon. I kind of love that idea. I love Kowloon. I think we should go to Kowloon absolutely I'll go any day of the week okay so wait what day of the week is the I think it's the 28th right is it I think so I'm gonna go back in our Instagram and look will you see what day of the week the 28th is yes thank you 
I also just can't believe it's been a year. I'm like scrolling back to the beginning of our Instagram. We've come a long way. It's a Thursday. That is kind of electric. Um, July 28th was the day we posted for the first time on Instagram. So yeah, our one year is that Thursday. We should go to Kowloon. Yes. Sold. Kowloon it is. Thank you to whoever suggested that. We will be doing it. Thanks for listening to Saturdays and Seltzers. Love you guys. Keep on sipping and we'll see you next week. This is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. But Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Cause this is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. But Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Uh. Saturday, y'all. Uh, Saturdays and Celsius. <laughs> With your hosts, Kendra and Sarah. Uh, y'all know who it is. It's your boy KR. Spot a kiss on the track. <laughs> Let's go.